We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, what's going on? Ryan Roberts here, Director of Scouting at IrishBreakdown.com. I missed you all this week. I am here live in San Antonio at the All-American Bowl covering the Notre Dame Fighting Irish as they have now five signees in the 2023 recruiting class that are on tap, on location, showcasing their skills against some of the top players and the 2023 recruiting class. We are finished now. This is Tuesday, day one here in San Antonio, which means I have some practice reactions for the first day in pads. Players arrived yesterday, Monday, but that was more a acclimatization day, getting used to the, the hotel that they're staying in, the coaches that will be working with them, and then understanding what the practice schedule looks like for the rest of the week. So first day of practice, I took myself – down to the Alamo Bowl, where the East squad was practicing today. Two players from Notre Dame's 2023 class that were a part of the East team and or a part of that practice earlier. Defensive end, Brennan Vernon out of Mentor High School in the state of Ohio, Mentor, Ohio, as well as a Don Shoulder Irvington High School safety 2023 safety commit for Notre Dame, who is also an early enrollee in the 2023 class. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. In my opinion, both players, I think, had very strong first days in a lot of areas. So for the first day, of pads in these types of all-star events, they can be tough in regards to the full physicality aspect of the game. You're not going live a ton. You're playing thud. You're not bringing too many guys to the ground, which does have some limitations to the evaluation process. But for me, Brennan Vernon just starting off at Pat for a defensive line group that includes Jordan Hall going to Georgia, Keon Keeley, who could be potentially the number one player in the 2023 class, committed, obviously, and signed to the University of Alabama. I thought Brandon Vernon had a rock-solid day in day one. So the first thing that pops out about Brennan is, from a physical perspective, man, he looks the parts. Listed at 6'5", 275 pounds, and if it is a pure 275 pounds, I'll just say that it's probably the cleanest 275 pounds that I've seen on that type of frame, man. He's got a frame that I think legitimately, on the next level, could be a three technique. He could be 300 pounds, I think, before you blink an eye because he has that type of clean frame that should easily be able to put on another 25 to 30 pounds. But today, obviously, working as a defensive end in the pass rush portion, the one-on-ones during this kit, during this practice, he also did take some reps inside at three technique, but spent the majority of the time on, uh, on the edge. And for me, I thought that the physical attributes that Brennan Vernon has are just very good and on to- and on par with just about anybody in the 2023 edge group, and especially that was on campus here today. Physical, long arms. When they were on an inside run or in any type of team uh, uh, in any type of team situation, Brennan Vernon was able to set a firm edge because he's got really strong hands, has good length good pad level, and understands how to play the leverage game in the run game. Those things were all a big check, right? Physically, the reasons that we've already stated, right? He's a big guy, long arms, but he really is put together very well. I mean, on the hoof, he's about as impressive as any player out here just from a physical perspective. But the thing that was contagious to me is despite Brendan Vernon not being much of a media guy, right? Like he doesn't like talking to the media. He doesn't get into the social media craze that has kind of sweep the nation and sweep the 2023 class and beyond at this point. He was electric from a personality perspective, man. People seem to kind of gravitate towards him. He was the first guy in line on every single drill. You could see him joking, getting the other players pumped up, celebrating after big plays, a lot of really magnet, kind of like a magnetic personality from Brendan Vernon, which was a little bit surprising to the people that haven't really seen it because we've seen the glimpses. And you think about like the signing day videos or the interviews that he did on signing day at his high school, 
he has a really awesome personality, just not a media guy, right? But I think that that personality really sh- shown through here today on top of the physical traits. The pass rush was an interesting opportunity for Brendan Verdon because at Mentor High School, he's not asked to be a pass rusher much. You know, they don't ask him to – they don't take the shackles off him and just pin his ear backs, put him in a wide night alignment and just tell him to go. You saw some glimpses in the one-on-ones today. There was – one rep in particular against Luke Montgomery, where offensive tackle that is signed to Ohio State in the 2023 class. Most Notre Dame fans probably know him because Notre Dame did offer and was recruiting him at one point before he signed with Ohio State. So before the play, he has a little bit of a uh, a meeting with Keon Keeley. You know, they were they were chatting all day. And you could see that he was kind of setting up what move he wanted to use against Luke Montgomery. Because what Brandon Vernon is, is, he's a power rusher, right? Like he wants to put his foot in the ground, go right down your chest. On this particular rep, gave him a little shake at the top of the arc, was able to transition and gave a nice hand swipe to clear outside and run that outside track, which was a really nice rep and the best pass rush rep that Brandon Vernon had all day, in my opinion. Because make no mistake about it, Brennan is a raw football player in sense of a pass rush plan and that pass rush profile. He has all the tools to do it, just he's not been asked to do it a ton, so it is raw for him in that instant, right? But you saw those flashes. You also saw in those pass rush drills, though. However, when he doesn't have a plan and the first move does not work, he can get a little stuck, right? It's not a big loss type of opportunities or type of, um, outcomes in these drills, but there are some reps where he can kind of get stuck and he becomes just most mostly a stalemate. So that's something that I look forward to see improve just during the course of the week, working with the coaches, working with the other top recruits in the class and start establishing more moves to the repertoire, more of a pass rush plan. If he does, talent is all there, man. Brandon Vernon is a very gifted player from a physical perspective. So I'm excited to see his jump that he can take during the week because I think that he did an excellent job day one, but can only get better. And then to cap things off in the team drill, set firm edges all day, and then even had an interception off of a very aware play where he got his hands up in the passing lane, was able to intercept the pass during team drill. So Brandon Vernon had a really nice day, as did Don Schuller, safety out of Irvington High School in the state of New Jersey, 2023 commit, who – what, so this is a little bit of a, a tough environment for a guy like Adon because Adon is a really nice athlete, really smooth all around, but he's also an intimidator, right? Like he wants to come up and he wants to hit you. He's a great tackler, runs the alley well. In this type of setting, at least on day one, those opportunities weren't as much there. But what Adon showed today that I thought was really impressive is he was asked to work a little bit of man coverage, do the drills that really showcase hit fluidity and change of direction. And, man, he was able to change direction and show some really good ability to get in and out of his pedal and close quickly on wide receivers. So tremendous, tremendous opportunity for him to play a little bit more in space this week and against some of the top receivers in the 2023 class. And I thought Adon Schuller had a really nice and solid showing all the way around. He's just about as rock solid as you can get, man. There's not a ton of holes in Adon Schuller's game, right? Is there – one particular area that maybe you would call elite, maybe not, but he's just good to very good in all areas. I think he showcased that today in San Antonio 
that no matter what you ask of him and what role he could potentially play, he's going to do it at a pretty good level. So that was the East participants, Brendan Vernon and Don Schuler today. Also got to take in the West squad at Trinity College. So an outdoor facility, we had Drake Bowen, Sullivan Absher, and Micah Bell. A part of the West squad, which I know North Carolina guy in the West, uh, Indiana in the West. I, I get it. It's weird. It's weird. But I would argue, we'll start off with this guy. Drake Bowen is a part of a very talented linebacker group for the West. Anthony Hill, the, probably the biggest name there, committed to the University of Texas. And they were very interchangeable today. They ran with the ones a whole lot and they were rotating between Mike and Will. And I would say this, with all bias aside here for a second, Drake Bone was the best linebacker on the West team today, and I think the best linebacker I saw in both practices today. He was truly fantastic. Whether he was playing Mike, being more of a downhill player, run fits, needs to be have gap integrity perspective, or when he was playing Will and he had to be pressed a little bit more in space, he made an excellent play in team drills today, working in space on a screen pass to the boundary where if he if Drake Bowen didn't get there, it was a long game coming. But he's able to close quickly and show that that diagnostic and that recovery speed and that makeup speed to play in pursuit was fantastic. He also capped off the day with a big-time interception, which was pretty funny because he intercepted in the middle of the field, and then he started running it back and Sullivan Absher came to tackle him, or at least to wrap him up. You know, they were playing more of thud, which was pretty funny. But I think from a just all-around perspective, Drake Bone was the best linebacker in, in, in San Antonio on Tuesday. He – and Anthony Hill, I thought, had a good showing as well – but it was the all-around efforts, right? Anthony Hill is a great downhill player, but Drake Bowen showed that not only could be a downhill player, he could also be a space player. He can be that communicator in the middle of a defense, can play multiple positions at a high level on the second level for a defense. So I thought Drake was just absolutely fantastic from start to finish. And then also he's filled out tremendously. Has to be close to about 225, 230 pounds. Looks physically impressive on the hoof, has length, has explosiveness, has size. Kid is going to be a tremendous linebacker for Notre Dame. I thought he had a fantastic day. Sullivan Absher, offensive lineman out of North Carolina, South Point High School. It was a little bit of a mixed day for Sullivan in the sense of First and foremost, I saw there was a report that he was listed at like six four and a half or something, whatever. Um I don't know who measured him or if that was just a typo, but my guy is very tall. <laughs> I would be shocked if he was below six foot six. In the run game, I thought you saw everything that you have come to love about Sullivan Absher. Because if you watch the South Point High School, you know they run a triple option. And so in the run game, I thought he came out low with good pad level. I thought he came out a, and I didn't think that his first step was incredibly sudden, but when he gets his to his second, third, fourth step, he develops a lot of momentum, man. He's got some explosiveness to him that I didn't expect when I first saw it because he's a big guy, man. He was up there with the Caden Proctors of the world just from a size perspective. He is every bit of the listed height and weight. He's a big, big fella. 
coming to the University of Notre Dame. But I thought the explosiveness was nice, played with good pad level. And honestly, when he gets inside on you, it's over with, man. He's got strong hands. He's got an explosive lower half. In the run game, he has a big, some big-time upside at the next level. But as good as that was, there was a big inconsistency on the field today for Sullivan. Probably from a triple option offense, he's not asked to pass it at all, right? He's not at all. And he was pressed into the one-on-ones today. And I probably should have let off by saying Sullivan, although slated to start his career potentially at offensive tackle for Notre Dame, was playing a lot of guard today. And it wasn't a indication of what people think of him or anything like that. It was they have a lot of true tackle types on this roster, guys like uh, like Spencer Fano, who's a really talented player, Caden Proctor. But they, they don't have a ton of interior linemen. They have some centers. They don't have they have, they have one true guard on the roster here today. So Sullivan, in order to play a ton and to help out his team, said, I will play center. I mean, I will play guard, excuse me. And he did it throughout most of the day. He played some offensive tackle in one-on-ones as well. But when we're talking about the individual, the team drills, and a lot of the one-on-ones, he was playing inside a guard. And from a pass blocking perspective, a lot of room to work. Uh, a lot of tools to work with, but there's a lot of room for improvement moving forward. Just not something he's incredibly comfortable with. He has enough size. He has enough foot quickness to be a proficient pass block for the next level, but you saw those inconsistencies, right? You saw the lack of, of hand nuance. Hands were coming out a little low and a little late at times, and he just wasn't able to redirect well against counter moves during today. So, I, But I think that this is the biggest thing that you see in these all-star events, whether it is high school to college or college to the NFL, is sometimes guys have rough first days in certain aspects. But it's about what they do on the second day, the third day, the fourth day. Because it's something that that Sullivan has not been asked to do his entire high school career. For four years, he has not been a true vertical or 45-degree pass set guy. He hasn't. So let's see what it looks like day two, day three. Was not a great show in day one from a pass blocking perspective. Great showing in a run blocking perspective. But I will say this. When he got to team drills... Sullivan Absher was excellent in all facets. The pass blocking was good all around. Run blocking, he made several key blocks on some big games for the West Squad. Big gains, excuse me, for the West Squad. So I was incredibly impressed by what I saw of Sullivan Absher today. Obviously, there needs to be improvements from the pass blocking perspective, but I think when you saw on team, you saw why Harry Heastan is so high on this show, man, and why Notre Dame fans should be excited. Because at worst, I think he's going to be a really good guard inside. But we'll see if the pass blocking can improve. Certainly has the traits to play offensive tackle. So I'm looking forward to seeing how much Sullivan Absher improves throughout the week. And then the last guy who I didn't see a ton of today was Micah Bell, cornerback out of Kincaid School in Texas. So after war- he did all his warm-ups, all the stretches, and then every time I looked over at the cornerback group, Micah was off to the side and was not participating in – mostly the individual drills. And I kind of walked over. He had a slight limp to him, and I heard the staff telling him to keep hydrating. So I don't know if there was just a cramp that was happening or whatever it might be, if there was just some dehydration. I'm not really sure what the case was, but he was available for the team drills when he got there. So when they got the team, it was funny, though. It was interesting. He was actually playing mostly safety in the team drills. He was playing 
some middle of the field stuff as a true free safety type working from depth. He was playing mid hole safety, kind of more of a cover three heavy look coming down and playing that mid hole middle of the field. And it was, and he didn't see much time at corner. So he was playing mostly at safety. I think the things that you love about Micah Bell though, and the potential that he has, you saw all of that during the, just his opportunities at safety. When he puts his foot in the ground, he changes direction. My young man is as quick as he is explosive. He's got long speed. He moves incredibly well in space. So he's a player now that even if he's not a safety at the next level, could do some stuff inside at the next level, right? He could play some nickel, could play some outside. I think you saw the versatility today. You just didn't see a ton of Micah Bell. But it's several days of practice. And then obviously the old American Bowl is set for Saturday. So looking forward to seeing Micah Bell, Adon Schuller, Sullivan Absher, Drake Bowen, and Brandon Vernon for the rest week of practice. I, again, am Ryan Roberts, Director of Scouting here at IrishBreakdown.com. I am live on the scene here in San Antonio, bringing you everything that you need to know from this year's All-American Bowl. This is the day one recap. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Hit that notification bell because I'll bring you a bunch more recruiting episodes this week. So make sure you hit that guy. Five-star reviews are always appreciated. And we thank you all so much. Hope everyone had a great New Year's. I will see you all tomorrow for day two of recaps for the All-American Bowl.